The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is your life, your money, and you can uh, always visit askkelvin.ca. That's Kelvin's website. That's the guy. That's the money guy. That's the guy that we're going to be talking to today. And uh, you, you know, this whole pandemic has been rolling on now for six months now, and we're learning to adapt. We're learning to change things that are in our life. We're learning to improve things that we thought we had under control. And I think that one of the things that we can look at is, you know, we're looking at the way that governments are changing things and businesses are pivoting to try to survive. And we can look at our own lives in a lot of ways. And a lot of people are trying to find ways to live healthier, find ways to work out without going to a gym, finding ways to improve themselves. But another great thing you can do is try to improve your finances and there's a lot of opportunity here reading um, that the average Canadian's household debt is going down to a certain extent and people are looking for different ways to deal with their money and find a way to improve their money life and maybe even find a way to retire a little bit earlier because hey to be honest how many of us really want to have to get back into an office today we're going to be talking to kelvin about common mistakes with tfsas but hey i'm jabbering on here i should invite kelvin into the show <laughs> kelvin the money guy askkelvin.ca is the website like i said ask k-e-l-v-i-n.ca and his cell phone number is 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN hey kelvin how you doing today morning how are you Good, good. How, how have you been? How are you doing uh, now six months into the pandemic? Yeah, so, you know, it's funny, like, uh, business has changed um, a lot for the better, to be honest with you. I think we're more efficient. Um, and it's funny you say that, you know, people are thinking maybe they should retire. The, I would say the last couple of months, I've had clients that are in their 60s, in their early 60s, saying, you know, do you think I should retire? Do I have enough money? And it takes us back to saying, you know, let's do the math and see what your old age is when you're going to get at 65, your CPP, do you have money, your RSPs, your pensions. And I would say in most cases, the answer is yes, you can retire 61, 62-ish. So people that are listening should sit down and evaluate, you know. The COVID has really taught us that we should really save for the rainy day, but enjoy, enjoy our lives. Because, you know, six months ago, March 13th, everything changed, right? Yeah, and we're, we're beginning to realize some of the things that maybe we were missing and things that we took for granted. Yeah, and if people can think back to March 23rd, it was the worst day of the stock markets. And look where we are today, we're back to normal. In fact, we might be even ahead of where we were. So these things happen that you can't control. So try and control the things that you can control, nothing and nothing else, and move on and enjoy your life. And it brings me to this uh, topic that we're going to talk about today, the TFSA. Um, yeah, that's a big one because I think a lot of people, Kelvin, they know about TFSAs. They may even have a TFSA and they don't really understand what it is and mm-hmm. the best way to use it. Well, the first thing is I think the government named it the wrong thing, TFSA, because people associate it with a savings account when it's the app. 
when it's the exact opposite. They should have called it a TFIE, an investment account, and get people thinking that it's an investment. Because it's the only place you can grow your money and don't pay tax. So really, when you think about it, it's like an upside-down RSP, right? The RSP. Explain that a little bit, yeah. Yeah, so you put your money in the RSP today, and you get a tax savings Mm -hmm. immediately right now. But you're just deferring that tax till later on, till a later point when you start to take it out. And that's the big flaw with RSPs. The TFSA is you don't get a tax break today, but all the growth is tax-free. So you should be investing that money to make as much as you can. Again, keeping your risk tolerance and stuff in mind, your age and that kind of stuff. Um, right. So with an RSP, you find you're, you're saving taxes now on the money that you've earned, but now you're going to have to pay on the mm-hmm. growth of that investment because you put that money into mutual funds and other wherever, vehicles. Yeah, wherever you mean and then now when you're retiring and you're, you actually have more money there, you're going to get taxed on the larger amount versus a TFSA where you'll be taxed on the earnings this year. And it's not going to defer that. It's not going to come off of your income tax and you're going to get a nice return this year. But once it grows and that investment in vehicle expires or you, or you decide to take out the money either in 10, 15 years or when it comes time to retire, all of a sudden now you've got that money tax-free right? and that growth tax-free and you're not paying some capital gains on that or anything like that. Which is huge, you know. One of the big problems with clients of mine that are in their late 60s and they're, you know, turning their money into a risk when they turn 70, 71, a lot of them are really mad they bought the RSP because they didn't realize back then that, you know, they didn't really save anything because now they got paid more tax. So RSPs, they're okay um, for the right people. Um, I mean, if, if you think if you think taxes are going to go down in the future, then load up on the RSPs. If you think taxes are gonna go up, you better sit down and be strategic about what you're going to do. That's the gist of it. The the TFSA, you know, it started in 2009. And if you haven't put any money in, you can put in up to 69,500. And then every year you can contribute 6,000 to it. Yeah, that's part that I'm always a little confused about. So the, there's a threshold of how much you're allowed to invest in that TFSA, mm-hmm. and it right. grows with time. Now, does it grow with time based on how much time you have in, the, in it, or has it just been growing since 2009? Yeah, so if you put in the money today, uh, say you put in 1000 bucks today and it grows to $1,500 tomorrow, let's say, yeah, you're, you've, got, you know, you've made $500 tax-free that you have to pay taxes on. You can withdraw the whole $1,500, but then you have to wait a year before you can put back the money in. So there's certain rules okay. that we have to understand with TFSA before we go and get them. Um, so it's, it's funny, you know, the TFSA is probably the most misused and misunderstood accounts available to us. Remember how we always grow up and we say two things in life is certain? What is it? Debt? Death and taxes, yeah. Yeah, well, here's something the government are giving us that we don't have to worry about the tax, right? Right. We don't worry about that, but we misuse the the TFSAs. And I know that when I first got one, because I think I got one pretty early on when they'd first come out, and I thought, all right, well, I've got this new 
savings account and it's mm -hmm. tax free. So I guess I'll put a bunch of savings into it. And it just sort of <laughs> right. sat there really because there's a piggy bank, right? Yeah, I just sort of treated it like that, like I would any other normal savings account because that's what it's called. Right. And but I misunderstood it. Exactly. And most people have, right? So just put some perspective on where we're heading with TFSDs. So uh, last year, 2019, 59% uh, of Canadians bought RSPs. Uh, last year, 69% of Canadians put their money in TFSDs rather than RSP. So it looks like there's a shift, you know, people are beginning to realize, man, I can save some money here. The problem is they're doing it, we're doing it the wrong way. One of the problems, is we, like you just said, we're using it as an emergency fund where I can put some money in and then, oh, car breaks down, I'll go take some money out and, right. and fix it, right? Well, that's it. You know what? I basically used it as a vacation fund. So I was putting in some money and then, okay, well, we want to go to Florida. Let's take out some of that cash and, and pay for the flight. And really, that's not, that's not the most efficient way to use that well, kind of account. That's the worst thing right? you can do because you're giving up, you're giving up uh, tax-free growth. So for, for emergency funds, set up a bank account, you know, put some money in. Don't worry if you make money or not because it's there for what it's meant to be, an emergency fund or a short-term savings. So unless if you're going to put money into a TFSA, make sure your time frame is three to five years plus. Otherwise, you're giving up a lot of the benefits. You're giving up a lot of uh, serious tax growth uh, potential. So you really have to sit and think about that. You know, so don't use this. Don't use the TFSA as an emergency fund or short-term savings. In fact, if you survey ten people, eight of them have their money in a TFSA in the bank, in a GIC or a savings account, making you no money. So you're defeating the purpose. Here I can grow my money and make all kinds of money and don't pay tax, right? Right. So, so the, you, know, you need to have some growth to take advantage of the TFSA yeah. because if it's not working for you and it's not growing, then you're not really taking advantage of the key feature of the TFSA, which is the tax-free portion. Exactly. Well, think about this. If you, if you maxed out your TFSA, so you put in the whole 69.5, right? and you add your 6,000 every year that you can, if you kept that money in there for 20 years and you earn about a 6% return, you know at the end of that time, you would end up with almost $400,000 of money, wow. tax-free. So it's a huge, huge thing for us, but we misuse it by, putting, by using it as an emergency fund or short-term savings. You know, we'll continue talking a little bit about that and talk about how some of the mistakes and pitfalls people are making with their TFSAs and what they should be doing with them as your life, your money continues here on Global News Radio. Don't forget to visit askkelvin.ca. That's Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. And you can call him anytime at 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven plan. Your life, your money continues here on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. 
The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I am Chris Preston, joined as always by Kelvin the Money Guy. AskKelvin.ca is his website. That's Ask K E L V I N dot C A. And you can email him there. You can reach out to him there. You can listen to past shows. You can listen to past shows at 640toronto.com as well. We post all the shows afterwards. So if there's something that you heard on the show and you want to you know, play it back for your spouse and say, hey, listen, I told you so. Or, hey, yeah. how about this one? You were right. I, <laughs> I was wrong about what we were supposed to be doing with our TFSAs. We should really call Kelvin and figure this out. Kelvin, we were just talking about TFSAs, talking about some mm-hmm. mistakes that people make. And one of the things that you were talking about was using it as a emergency fund, using it as a place to stow away some quick right. money because you, you know that you're going to need to either, hey, maybe it's take a vacation, maybe it's, a, we know we're going to need to replace the mm-hmm. roof soon, so we want right. to put some money aside so that we've got that cash liquid ready to go and that's not the right way to use a TFSA. Actually, that's the absolute wrong way. You know, some people I see have uh, used their TFSA as a checking account, constantly taking money out every, you know. Now, are you going to get hurt? Are you going to get dinged for taking out that money? Well, the rules are if you took it out today, you have to wait a year before you could put it back in. I don't know if you remember, but when it first started back in 2009, uh, that's exactly what we thought it was, a savings account. And most people used it that way. They took money out today, put money back in you know, next month or something, and they got penalized. So the CRA penalized pretty much everybody that bought uh, a TFSA because nobody knew the rules. They waived the penalties because they gave us a one-time you know, freebie. Um, <laughs> They're like, oh, my, we've, we've really messed this thing up because yeah, no one understands yeah. it. And, and I don't know if they purposely call it a TFSA to confuse us, right? Um, make people think, oh, you know what? People are going to put it all in the banks and, don't, you know, nobody's going to make any money. So if, mm-hmm. if you're using your TFSA as a, you know, emergency fund, a savings return, or a checking account, there's probably some underlying issues, meaning that uh, maybe you have a cash flow problem. Maybe you shouldn't be putting all the money in it. Maybe saved TFSA room for when you do have some money. So again, it comes down to everything we always talk about on these shows about planning and be strategic. And most people don't do it. Most people just, you know, knee jerk, right? Ah, I'll buy some TFSAs or I'll buy some RSPs. Right. It's not cut and dry anymore. Um, Like I say, 59% of Canadians are buying RSPs while 69% are buying TFSAs. The average Canadian has about $27,000 in their TFSC. Our room is sixty nine five, So maybe you want to, I don't know what your, what your finances are, all that. Like we say, more people are saving money now because we're not driving anywhere. We're not going out to lunch as, as often. So people that do have money should maybe, you know, stick some in their TFSAs for now and, and, and save as much as you can. Right, start saving for whether it's something long-term, 
But yeah. maybe it's a move, maybe it's a reno, maybe it's something, a big right. family vacation you want to take, or maybe it is retirement, and that's something we're going to dig more into as the show continues. Kelvin, we do have a call on the line, and uh, it's Matthew and Barry, and I want to get you on the line here, Matthew, before we roll mm-hmm. on any further. But Matthew, you've got a question about TFSAs and RSPs. Uh, what's what's your question? Thanks for joining us. So, Kelvin, hey, sorry about that, Matthew. Uh, oh. Thanks for calling up. Hey, What's your question? You yeah, I hear you now. Sorry, I didn't have the uh, right settings on my phone <laughs> line here. Thank you for calling us up, Matthew. What's your question? Yeah, so um, Kelvin was talking about how we can use the TFSA as a retirement tool, savings tool. Now, I just didn't want to, I was just wondering mostly about um, how the TFSA contribution limit is a lot lower than that of like an RSP on a year by year basis. So, Will you be able, like, will you be able to put enough money away, um, kind of looking more at like a TFSA standpoint rather than than an RSP standpoint? Like at the end of the day, when you know you turn 60, 65, whatever, you're at that age, right? Just just contributing to a TFSA is that going to be enough, kind of thing? Well, 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 that's what I said at the beginning. Is that uh, if you had, say, you got 20 years to go before you hit 65 or 70 years old, if you contribute the full amount, the 69.5 right now yeah. and you and you add the 6000 every year and you earn about a 6% return you'll have just about $400,000 in 20 years from now so the answer is yes um, the yeah. the difference the difference is it's tax free whereas if you had the same 400,000 in an RSP you're going to be you're going to be paying more taxes so that's what I'm saying be strategic about what you do especially if you're building if you're building wealth for the next you know, 15 to 20 years, right? Yeah. So good no, question. Yeah, good question. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate your time, guys. Thanks. Take care. Thank you so much for calling us, Matthew. And you know, Matt, he brought up a good point. Depending where you are in your life, depending on your age, how far are you away from retirement, how much money you have in RSPs, those kind of things, maybe you want to deregister some money from your RSP now pay the withholding tax right now and put it in your TFSA and let it compound over the next 10, 15 years. Now, when I say these things, it doesn't mean it's for everyone. It means you need to sit down with your advisor and figure out, is it the right thing to do? If you don't have an advisor, you know who to ask. Ask Kelvin. Ask Kelvin. <laughs> yeah, AskKelvin.ca is the website. And Kelvin, you know, that's interesting because obviously it's not a cookie cutter thing. If you've got if you're only doing your own retirement savings through mm. TFSAs and RSPs, you might want to have a mixed bag of things. But if you've got a big pension plan through work, well, and you know, I'm thinking about teachers or other people with really healthy pension plans, mm. an RSP could actually come to bite you when it comes time to retire uh, because you're going to be earning a lot of money all of a sudden getting taxed a lot on it. And that's what we're finding today with people that are in their late 60s and 70s that have healthy pension plans from back then, that they are collecting their old age, that are collecting their CPP, some of them run the risk of getting clawed back. So it, so any money you put in your TFSA, whatever it grows to, won't affect your clawback, won't affect uh, any government pensions, any government uh, benef- benefits that we get. So again, you have to really think out into the future, 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, where am I going to be? And if I think taxes are going to go up, then I better do some planning now. 
rather than waiting. Now, if I think taxes are going to go down, do whatever you wish, right? But you brought up a good point with the pensions. Um, You know, because every time you turn, as soon as you turn the RSP into a RIF, it's now considered income. So do you really want income? You know, the RSP was started about, what, 61, 62 years ago. And the idea back then was to put your money in, defer it till you're retired, your income's going to be low, and move on. The thing back then was when you were 60, 65, you were old, right? We didn't have the health things that we have now. People weren't eating properly and we were dying out early. So so it worked out well. Now, the average life expectancy of someone, if you're 65, you're going to live to about 80, 84. So we might live longer in our retirement than during our working lives. So we better make sure that what we do is tax efficient. You know, the markets, it's funny how people worry about the markets going up and down, up and down. You know, over a 10, 11-year period, most likely you're going to double your money. The markets, every 10 years, there's some major mm-hmm. upheaval. We had the COVID. Before that, we had the financial crisis. Before that, we had the, um, you know, the millennial thing changing. So mm-hmm. every 10, 11 years, some upheaval. Invest your money in a well-balanced fund and leave your money alone. And now, once that's good, now you worry about the taxes. How am I going to be taxed right now? And how am I going to tax in the future? And that's what we have to worry about as financial advisors, not about the stock markets anymore, because there's great money managers out there. There's big fund managers with banks and you know, mutual fund companies and so on. And they do a really good job. So we as the advisor, we can't worry about things like that. Put it in a well-balanced fund, leave it alone, and worry with our clients about this kind of stuff. How can we use the, re- the TFSA as a retirement tool? And maybe after the break, we can get into things like that. Actually, before we take a break, I want to go to Tony in Brampton, who's been uh, waiting on hold. And uh, Tony, you've got another question about TFSAs. Yeah, it's, uh, I've got $70,000 invested in TFSAs right. in the bank, and it's hardly giving me anything yearly. Well, there's, there's the gist of what we're talking about, is that don't keep your, your TFSA in the bank invested in a GIC or a regular savings account because you're, you're defeating the whole purpose of what you're right. doing. Right. So you need to get that money invested, and depending on how, what your age is, depending on when you need the money, uh, your risk tolerance, make those decisions to what to, what to hold inside the TFSA. So inside the TFSA, you can hold stocks, bonds, mutual funds, GICs, anything. Pretty much anything you hold in your RSPs. So you should treat the TFSA like that. So you're holding all the wrong things. Right. I just got them in the wrong thing, wrong place. Yeah. Right. Remember, remember yes. money should double every 10, 11 years, eh? Well, listen, I'll, I'll be the first to say I'm really bad with money. I'm good with my hands. <laughs> I make a decent buck, okay? I'm single right. now. I got 13 years to retirement, and that money's not making me nothing. Well, think about this, for example. Uh, if, you, if you took the, uh, the TFSA, 69.5, so you got 70,000, yes. so pretty much yes. that amount, right? You know, if, if you invested it properly, you buy a, a, a balanced risk fund, something balanced, right? That's not risky. Okay. okay. You know, in 14, just under 14 years, you would double that money. Really? So think about yeah. Think about those things. Okay. 
but before you make those type of uh, before you make those type of, of decisions, you have to ask yourself questions like, how am I going to feel if I make seven percent? But more importantly, how am I going to feel if I lose seven percent? So once you get those questions yeah. and answered, and you kind of get comfortable with what you're doing, then you then you'll be good. The problem is we don't know. We only know what we know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. And most and I always say, don't be a know-it-all. Be a learn-it-all. Go and learn right, right. as much as you can. And that's why there's people like us, financial advisors, is we take yeah. away all the emotions from what you do. So call me after. Maybe we can have a chat, you know? Okay. Sounds good, my friend. Thank all you right. very much. Hey, th Thank you so much for calling Tony because you know what I think a lot of people are probably in Tony's shoes and you know, like Tony mm -hmm. said he's good with his hands. People got to call Tony for his expertise in what he does with his hands, but someone's got to someone like Tony's got to call a guy like you who's good yeah. with numbers, good with math, good with money. And we've all got that role to play and you know what if you've got someone on your side, it's if you have someone who's a good handyman, you want to have that guy in your back pocket and you want to have his number on speed dial if you need some Something, well, uh, something fixed and something improved, and you've got the same thing. If you need, if you need, know you need some help with your money, it's good to have a guy like Kelvin in your back pocket and his number on speed dial. If you need to make some changes and try and earn a little bit money and, and plan for your retirement. And and I think one of the things I see is that do what you do and hire other people to do things that you don't know how to do. Think think about projects around the house, right? Um, Using the wrong tools for the job, what happens, usually ends up with a lot of effort going into something that really didn't work out in the end anyhow. I know for me, right. I'm kind of useless doing stuff around the house. Like I would go and hang pictures and there's so many holes behind the picture, man. It's terrible. <laughs> right? So, you know, be strategic. After the break, we'll talk about using it as a retirement tool, which is the way to go with this kind of stuff. Right. We'll continue here with your life, your money. Don't forget you can call Kelvin off the air and to the callers who we did talk to on the air. Feel free to reach out to Kelvin for a follow-up. It's 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. AskKelvin.ca is the website. Ask K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. We've got some more calls on the line as well, so please Hold on, and we'll continue here with your life, your money on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I am Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin the Money Guy. AskKelvin.ca is the website. Ask K E L V I N.ca. And you can call him anytime at 416 457 7526. That's 416 457 plan. We've been talking about common mistakes with TFSAs and why we should use them as retirement planning tools. And that's mm -hmm. uh, sort of where we've all been building towards here as we continue on the show here talking about, you know, some of the pitfalls, some of the mistakes, people using it as a emergency right. fund, people using it for short-term savings, people using it 
like a checking account is one that yeah. uh, you know I think a lot of people misunderstood what the TFSAs were and continue to misunderstand. And uh, we are taking your calls live on the air here as well. So uh, let's get started there uh, with Daniel in Toronto. You've got a question. Is this is more about RSPs. Yeah, it is. Thanks, guys, for taking my call. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, my question is: uh, I'm a fairly high income earner. I'm a young guy as well, and uh, I already have my TFSA max. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out what to do with my RSP. I have around sixty thousand worth of room, and I'd like to know if it's more efficient to um, kind of maximize that right now or distribute that over the next few years. So, you know, that, those questions are hard questions to answer on the air because there's so many other things I need that we need to know about you. Um, if you're a high income earner, I guess there's, there's so many things, like I say, that I need to find out, but I, so I can't really give you that answer now because there's a lot of variables, unknowns that sure. we need to know about. Um, so I, I would just give me a call uh, after or go on my website and send me a question and we can maybe talk privately after, you know, off the sure. air. Yeah. Okay. Thanks Thank so you. much. Paul. Take care. Thanks for your call, Daniel. And you know, they, you know, it's nice to have all those options, but mm -hmm. it's also there's a lot there's a lot to worry about. What do they say? More well, money, more problems, right? Well, the thing that and the thing is that uh, it's like you know, if you go to a doctor and he and he just sees you and he prescribes a prescription, well, without diagnosis. So I say prescription or diagnosis lead to malpractice. So to answer questions right. like that off the on the air. It's really hard, you know. It's not a cut and dry thing, especially with somebody like that with high income, right? So. Interesting. So if you want to give Kelvin a call off the air, Daniel, give him a call at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And askkelvin.ca is the website. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And before we continue chatting about TFSAs as retirement uh, tools, let's talk to George in Toronto. George, you've got a question. George, thanks so much for calling. Uh, good morning. Thank you for taking the call. Um, you talked earlier about um, withdrawing money, um, and you have to wait a year mm -hmm. to withdraw from TFC before you back back in. Is it actually a year or in the year? In other words, if I take the money out now in September and put it back in next year, is that a problem? Yeah. Yeah. So you'd have to put it back September thirteenth uh, next year. So oh, I see. So it has to be a 12-month period, not necessarily with one year to the next year. year. Yeah. Okay, I'll the year. And you know, and, and one thing is, if you let's say you've got, I don't know, 70 grand in your TFSA. Okay, you hit it right on. That's what I have, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so you can you take out the whole 70,000 today. Right. Correct. You know, and, and we know the limits are 69.5, but you can put back in that whole 70,000 next year. There's another misconception about about these TFSAs. But does it have really? to wait till next September? I'm sorry. That's yeah, yeah. Is and it also a month period? Right. And also, yeah, and also one important thing that they didn't talk about was the beneficiary. It's really important uh, that you select the right beneficiary if something was to happen to you. If you've got white kids, grandkids, things like that. So there's the succession, annuities, there's a whole bunch of things. So very important for people to go and check the beneficiary, the designated beneficiary on their TFSAs. Something that's really overlooked by many of us. So look so at things like that. 
Here's the here's the part that I'm I'm having a difficult with. I I do have a a, a good pension plan. I'm one of those lucky guys who worked for government and has a yeah you're lucky. Plan. So I'm I'm lucky, right? Thirty years, forty years of work. You know, I have a house. I have this. I have that. But here's the question I have. So you refer to you know try to get a five or six percent return on a TFSA. Mm-hmm. That's very difficult to do right now. To get a five or six percent return, well, even if I kept it, you know. The, well, the problem the problem is, you know, when you look at the stock markets over a um, like a forty year period, right? The average the average return on the Dow is about nine. The average on the TSX is about seven. Okay. So, is it hard to get it? Of course, it's hard to get it. There's a lot of things that people think it's easy to make money to make a no, five percent return. It's really difficult, and that's why. You need financial advisors. If you don't have one, go get one or call me because. Well, I'll be giving you a shown... call. That's for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. But I will be giving you a call. Studies and studies have shown that if you use an independent financial advisor, you always make a three percent return higher than doing it on your own. It's so true. I've been doing this for almost thirty years, <clears throat> and you see a lot of things, man, that that people should be doing. And I was telling Chris off the air that I find people invest their money like they take the subway. They get on, they get off, they get on, they get off. The markets go up, they get on. The markets go down, they get off. A lot of things that we need to do, that we need to change the way we do things if we want to earn these type of returns. So thanks for the call. Listen, thank you very much, both of you, and uh, have a good day. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much for calling, George. Really appreciate it. And, you know, a lot of people, like I always say, if, you give, if you've got a question, I'm sure a lot of other people are thinking similar mm-hmm. things. So thank you so much for giving us a call live on the air. And, uh, George, to call Kelvin off the air, it's 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And don't worry, I'll be throwing that number out a little bit more throughout the show as well. And, and you know what's funny, you know, uh, after doing this for all these years, there's certain common things that people do that's right, and there's certain common things they do that's wrong. And one thing we don't do is we don't talk to people about money because we're either embarrassed that we're not making enough or we've got too much debt. So the one thing... We're embarrassed to tell someone that, hey, I've got a bunch of money in a TFSA and I don't think I'm using it right. I money, yeah. And the thing is... If, when they say when you have a problem, what should you do? Talk it out. So find somebody to talk out your money problems, fix it, and move on, and then go and enjoy your life and have a great time, but save some money and invest it well for the rainy days, you know? And be strategic. Always have, always have a plan. This uh, TFSA is a great retirement tool, and I don't know if people, you know, it seems like people don't realize what they're missing out on if they don't use it as a as a proper tool to build their lives, their retirement lives. Let's talk more about that as the show continues here. We're going to take a quick break and talk more about sort of how you can use it as a great retirement tool. I know a lot of people have been planning their whole retirement based on RSPs. People are using the TFSAs. They may not be using it correctly. And maybe the best way to use it is for planning for your retirement. So we'll continue talking about that as the show continues here with Kelvin, the money guy. AskKelvin.ca is the website. That's askkelvin.ca. And you can call him anytime. 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Your life, your money continues here with Kelvin, the money guy on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. 
You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I am Chris Crest and joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy, talking TFSAs here today on Your Life, Your Money. AskKelvin.ca is his website. That's Ask K E L V I N.ca. And don't forget, you can always give him a call at 416 457 7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven plan, and uh, before we dig more into the meat of TFSAs, I want to take Mike's call very quickly. Mike, thank you so much for giving us a call. Great show, guys. Enjoying it. Thanks a lot. What's your um, question? Quick question is that uh, I have a trading account, a TSFA trading account. Could mm-hmm. I transfer RSPs into that or no? Yeah, like you can. The, yes, you can. The problem is uh, not a problem, I guess. Is you're gonna have to cash the RSP so you're gonna have to pay withholding tax. Right. Anything any of the any of the RSPs that you cash below five thousand or forty nine ninety nine, you're gonna to have to they will withhold ten percent of about five hundred bucks. Anything between right. five and ten, it's you know, it, it escalates up to about thirty percent depending on how much you take out. So the answer is yeah, in fact, you know, you if you look at like I said at the beginning of the show, where you are, your age, your before you get to retirement, you might want to do exactly that what you're doing. Right. You gotta, right. You gotta look I'm at the math. Now. I'm sixty now, so it's a it's a thought. Yeah, no, it's a it, it might work out well for you, man. So okay. give me a call, we can have a chat off air if you wish. Um and, but yeah, I, I think for me personally, I think that's a great idea. So thanks a little bit appreciate of, that. No worries. Enjoy. Take care. Thanks for calling, Mike. And you can give Kelvin a call off the air at 416-457-7526. And, of course, it comes down to someone's specific situation, but you're hmm. saying that could work out for some people if they can deal with that uh, withholding yeah. tax. And, and you have to do the math. Remember, people lie, but math doesn't lie. So you have to figure out the math and see if it works. If it does, do it. If it doesn't, don't do it. Very simple. So in... In the time we have left, uh, what are your sort of final thoughts here and uh, on retiring and using a TFSA as a retirement tool? Well, look, if you've got 15 to 20 years to retire, so life expectancy is, um, you know, if you're 65, you're going to live to about 84, 85 years, so 20 years into retirement, right? You're going to get old age. Um, you're going to get your CPP, which say you get about 700 bucks. You're going to get old age, which is about $600, give or take. So you're going to get about $1,300. If you retire when you're 65, or um, you're going to live for 20 years, you're going to spend about $576,000 between now and into your retirement. So over those 20 years, you'll earn about $305,000 from your CPP and your old age. So you're going to be short about $270. Well, the answer is the TFSA, because if you match your TFSA today, 69.5, even if you have to borrow to match it, okay, because interest is so low, um, and you put in 6000 every year, guess what will happen in 14 years from now? You'll have the 200, and you actually have about $300,000. And the risk to you is very minimal because you invest your money in a very balanced fund. Again, that investment that you're going to make depends on you, your risk tolerance, that kind of stuff that I talk about. You can't just go and, you know, buy stuff 
um, you have to assess you. And you know, when you do anything, you have to assess your risk tolerance before you can make any of these types of investments. But you have to be very strategic about what you do. And I think the biggest thing on a go forward is taxes. And with this COVID, you know what's happening with taxes, right? You're going to go way up. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. The government uh, has been spending like crazy over the last six months, and they're going to be looking to us to try and uh, make that money back. And I was just reading this morning, they're they're not reining in spending. They're going to spend even more. So Mm -hmm. remember, you you don't want to look back in 20 years from now or 10 years from now and say, man, I should have done this. Like, you know, remember those should have, could have people? You don't want to be that. You want to take the bull by the horn, figure out your life, figure out uh, what you need into retirement, what your risk level is, and put plan in action and move on. And then every three months or so, six months, whatever, it depends on your life, review. You know, we're coming, the 22nd of, of uh, September, which will be next week, is fall, right? So every change of season, review your investments and make changes if you have to. Sometimes you don't have to. And move on. And don't worry about this kind of stuff. Sit down with your advisor and plan out your life. If you don't have one, call me. And Kelvin, that music means it's the end of the show and time to say goodbye. So thank you again for a a wonderful uh, educational show. Thank you to everyone who called. And uh, we'll do it again really soon. Thanks a lot, Kelvin. All right. Take care. Thank you. AskKelvin.ca is his website, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. This has been Your Life, Your Money. Stay tuned to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.